Enjoying these episodes? Give us a shout out on social at Built On Air. We'd love to hear your comments and suggestions. So drop us a like and be sure to subscribe to catch new episodes when they release. It helps us keep the podcast going. Hello and welcome to the Built On Air podcast. Built On Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. On today's episode, we speak with Jason Humphrey, software developer and career coach in Boston, Massachusetts. Jason is the founder of Coding Career Fastlane, an online community focused on improving developers' skill sets by offering personalized feedback and creative approaches to handling a job search. In addition to coding Career Fastlane, Jason works full-time as a principal software engineer, runs his own YouTube channel, and is extremely active on LinkedIn. He uses Airtable for everything from planning content for YouTube and LinkedIn posts to a tool for his coaching business. Jason shares two bases with us today, both of which are part of Coding Career Fastlane's 10-day job hunt challenge. The first base is a job hunt tracker, which features a table of positions the user is interested in, as well as tables to track resumes, interview questions, and message templates. Jason demonstrates how he has impressively programmed the Web Clipper block to seamlessly add job positions, companies, and contacts found on LinkedIn to this base. The second base is an overview of the 10-day job hunt challenge. This base offers directions for each day of the challenge and includes places for the user to track things like important keywords being used in their industry of choice. Together, these bases leave no stone unturned, truly covering every step of the job hunting process. Check out the show notes for links to Jason's bases on the Airtable universe, his LinkedIn profile, and more about coding career Fastlane. Good afternoon, Jason. Thank you for joining us on Built on Air. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're very excited to have you. I'm super excited to hear about Coding Career Fastlane and all the cool things you're doing with Airtable. Could we just start with hearing a little bit about your background and how you got into technology? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I actually got into technology many, many, many years ago. It's run in the family. Uh, My dad was out in Silicon Valley helping create some of the first hard disk drives back in the day. And then ultimately I saw other parts of my family jump in to be computer support technicians, computer programmers. And it was one of those things I got into high school realizing I should probably follow this up and ultimately went to college for it and got out of college and got a programming job. Uh, And that's where I'm at today as a principal software engineer. Excellent. That's super cool. And so then you started coding career fast lane as well on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, a couple years back, about five or six years ago back, I started kind of listening to mentors. Actually, I was not progressing anywhere in my career fund story. I was stuck, probably one of the last ones to get promoted out of a a class of, because I went through a a program through my company and it was like almost like a boot camp. And after that, went to that boot camp, I had a kind of a real desire to help boot camps out. But at that time, for the first two years after going through it, I was like, I just wasn't doing much of my life. I was just going home playing video games. I want to thank Microsoft right now publicly for putting a feature out there that told me how many hours I did one month. That feature is no longer there because I imagine what happens to people like me. And it showed I played like 250 or 300 hours in one month of a game. And at that point, I knew I had to make a change. I started listening to mentors. 
And one of my first mentors was like, look, you need to start teaching people what you know. And in my case, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm a software engineer. So I started getting into boot camps, like technical boot camps outside of larger companies. And so I started helping with Thinkful about five plus years ago. Now I'm, on, I'm coming up on six in October. And what I realized was, oh, wow, this is how I grow my career. I teach you about other people what I know. And I started growing it. And then about a year and a half ago, I started realizing even more that, oh, crap, I've gotten really good at this. I should make, like, I should, I cannot help out people on an individual perspective anymore. I need to grow something of my own, create content, create a group, uh, and be able to affect more change. So that's ultimately what I, what I want to do. And so now you see me here with Coding Career Fastlane. Yes, I'm still at my full-time job. Coding Career Fastlane is a side business, but I've also hired people on that work for it full-time so wow. that I don't have to right now. Um, but it's, it's a company I've created to help from a career services perspective, get people from boot camps into their first tech spot or their tech job in their career. And that's kind of like the niche. I've become extremely good at it because all the time people come to me going, I don't know how to sell myself with no experience. Let me show you how. And that's ultimately the problem I'm out to solve with Coding Career Fastlane. That is awesome. And I think that's, that's definitely solving a problem that a lot of people have that are trying to get into the tech industry for the first time which I think is happening more and more, especially with apps yeah. like Airtable out there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Is, are, are you seeing a lot of people that come into the program like with the same kind of toolkit of apps that they're familiar with? Apps? Uh, you know, I see a lot of people coming in that actually are not familiar with things like Airtable and familiar with a lot of the, actually the apps out there that make people's lives a bit easier. You know, like Zapier is another one that I love integrating with Airtable too, but most people don't even come with these and realize they have the ability to make their lives streamlined a bit. Um, most often, more often than not, I get JavaScript developers, HTML, CSS people that have maybe done a little React or Node. Excellent. Wonderful. And so you have a YouTube channel as well, which is super cool. I watched some of your videos. Oh, thank you. Of I, um, I, I, do, it, I do enjoy getting videos out there. Um, I found that I'm much more influential with LinkedIn uh, and I do much better there because I can give short little blurbs and I can't always do that because as we all know, YouTube wants you to have 10 minute videos so they can get the most ad roll mm -hmm. with their small channel. So like I, I realize I have a harder time getting the 10 minutes, uh, but I do a lot more actually on LinkedIn. So if people are interested, that's a great place to find some of the stuff I put out there from that content perspective to help you get jobs and to teach job strategies and all that fun stuff. Excellent. And we'll definitely put the uh, links to that in the show notes for sure. Um, I'm interested, are you using Airtable to like plan out those posts at all? Any content planning? I'm actually, yes. I'm using Airtable for a little bit of everything, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, actually, the uh, I have a writer on staff who is, we actually created, actually from one of the templates that Airtables has, we created the content calendar. Mm -hmm. And we use that to focus on what's coming up, what's published, what has been, what are the keywords, where are the documents stored writing them up. So yeah, we use, we use the content calendar and it makes my life a bit easier because I get busy with, you know, training people, creating programs, creating products, releasing stuff. And uh, that definitely helps me keep on track and keeps me going forward. Cause it's not, if you've seen my YouTube, you see my LinkedIn, anyone out there that you, you would know there's a lot going on. And so to keep track of that, I must use Airtables for that. Absolutely. And I'm sure it's made everything a lot easier. Did you uh, have anything in place before you found Airtable to take care of that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, it's called pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> and that was um, very hard. And I still use pen and paper even now, but it like, 
with working and collaborating with people, it just doesn't work. Right. And that, that was the biggest thing I found. And like, yeah, being a tech person, you think I should know those things. But at the same time, I think as a human being, like some of us, there's things we like that just, just give me a pen and paper. It's just easy to see right in front of me compared mm-hmm. to spending time going building something. But that's when you do get to working with people. And it's like, it just is not feasible. And the content calendar definitely with, you know, making a couple different table or sheets and making them relatable to each other. It, it makes my life so easy. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, and have you used the scripting block at all with your programmer's knowledge? You know, it's funny is I have, but I haven't done anything good with it, to be honest. Like I've tried different things out, mm-hmm. but I found that I actually use the web clipper a hell of a lot more because automating that is much more intriguing. Now, not to say I use it on the content calendar a lot, but I find the web clipper is my go-to. Mm-hmm. I don't use the scripting as much because I don't know. It's, it's one of those things funny. I can program it in a heartbeat, but I found that I like just clipping stuff better and going after it's still a bit of coding you have to do to get the web clipper to work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I use that way more than the scripting block. Awesome. And, and what about the, um, like the custom blocks? Have you looked into that at all? It's a new thing on the, I think the beta is just released uh, like a month ago or so. The custom blocks. Um, why do I feel like I, is the custom blocks where you can, Tell me more about it real quickly, which it's like I feel an like S- I should know this, but I don't, it sounds like. No, my apologies. I didn't mean to throw you off guard. The um, It's like a custom block SDK thing. It gives you the ability to go in and edit the code for those blocks, and you can choose one as a base. Oh. Um, kind of cool. They ran a contest. So, that sounds like something I'm going to be using shortly. So I did not know that came out. Um, I appreciate you telling me that because that is something that I could – there's a couple of these things like I would love to then take the web clipper and custom code probably a mm-hmm. couple things against it. Um, Cause half the time <laughs> you can't always get the image you want. Uh, right. And if you could use a little JavaScript, my life would be complete there. I think I could really uh, do some fancy things. Absolutely. No, I look forward to seeing what you come up with. That's super cool. It's a little bit beyond my uh, knowledge at this point, but I'm super excited to try it out. Teach you. No worries. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so how did you find Airtable? It's probably a basic question I haven't asked yet. <laughs> yeah, fair to honestly, not sure if I re- I'm not sure if I remember when. I just know I was looking I was looking to keep track initially uh, back when I was working uh, thinkful uh, in the earlier days. I was trying to keep I, I got to over helping a hundred students get jobs early on in the days and I became very good at what I did there and I couldn't keep track of everybody. And that was a big problem for me because all of a sudden I'm interacting with, you know, couple 20, 25 different people every other week mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do with it. And so I actually started using Airtables because I was looking for a solution to be able to not only just track, cause yeah, you can use Excel by all means, go ahead. But when I realized the power of having access to the APIs, having access with Zapier, being able to code snippets of it, it was just like, oh, wow, this is the power of relational databases with a nice front end with still being codable with some APIs. And as a, as a full stack JavaScript developer myself, that sounds amazing to me. Like I could interact with it at any point from any program from anywhere. Sign me up. <laughs> Exactly. And I think the flexibility is definitely what attracts a lot of the users. 
Um, it, especially it's, you know, there's people on your end, super experienced in coding, programming, everything. And then the everyday man can also pick it up and do something with it as well. So I yes. think that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There is. And from the, for the programmers, whoever get to, who are listening to this, um, they also have swagger documentation dynamically created for you, which is an amazing feat to be able to do dynamically. I don't know if most people know that, but when you actually get APIs built, like when you build a table, you have access to what's called Swagger, and it's this nice interface to something normally code can only touch. And it it's a great experience that to do dynamically is not easy. I think I, I do know what you're talking about. Like it'll actually put in your, your base ID and the fields that you have in yep. your base that you're looking at. That is incredible. Yeah. Definitely. I know it's helped out a lot of people when they're first approaching it to try and connect via the API. Yep. Wonderful. So do you have any predictions about anything that's going to come up in the future with Airtable or do you see it just continuing to grow? Hmm. My prediction. Um, I see Airtable is continuing to grow. What I, if I had to predict, I mean, something from a tech perspective on it, I have a feeling you're going to see a lot more of these custom blocks, especially that you tell me about the SDK. That's when you open the world to developers and give them SDKs, which to put in perspective for people, I know what I'm talking about when I talk about SDK as a software developers kit. Um, when you talk about your phone, iOS has an SDK to give to developers. Android has an SDK to get to developers. That's why they get so many apps. When you start opening an app store to developers like myself, you will see extreme growth happens all the time. Uh, we can look at Android and Apple. You can look at um, other places that have had marketplaces. Mm -hmm. And with knowing that they're growing that, that's I predict that that's going to grow and exponentially grow the company because that will bring people, that will bring money, that will bring businesses, that'll bring more consulting work, that'll bring a lot of opportunity. And once you bring the developers, things get real, real quick. Absolutely. I've definitely, I've seen a jump in the forum just about talk about development work and using those custom blocks. It's definitely been a recognizable shift, which yeah. I'm really excited about. And probably on the flip side, do you have any qualms about Airtable or something you wish you could do with it that you haven't been able to tackle yet? Yes. Forms. I don't think they're very good. Great. <laughs> I want them to be better. And I say very good in the sense of, let me take those, let's take those with a grain of salt. I still use them. I still like them. I love the dynamicness of it. Choose what I want. But it's not that hard from a developer's perspective. It is not that hard to give me some CSS and some JavaScript to let me customize that form to my own style, to my own liking. Because you have a bunch of like WordPress plugins that do kind of what I would envision I'd love to be able to do. Something mm -hmm. similar to that. That would be my only qualm. And even then, it's not a really big qualm. It's like, hell, I still use it. So it's perfectly fine. But I think we could customize that and make that better. I absolutely agree. And I think a lot of people are feeling the same way. I'm definitely excited about the releases they've recently come out with, like the conditional logic in forms. Mm -hmm. um, but even that, it's very basic and you can't really yeah. get... I'm still using like JotForm to have forms. <laughs> Which is great. It works. Um, yeah. I mean, do you have any other apps in your toolkit that you use in conjunction with Airtable, Zapier? Zapier is by far um, my biggest one that I use. 
with it. I don't really pair any other apps with it because I just pair anything else I want through Zapier with it. So I don't do anything else actively besides using the blocks. Mm-hmm. But with Zapier, you know, I can I can look at any given event I want to and store it down to the air tables. Or if I make something, pump it out. One of the fun fact, one of the fun things I did actually in the last two years, um, actually it was last year, I also do resume writing for people. I found you know good ways to when you have no experience how to sell you. That's all there was. It's a sales document to sell you, and I got really. I would say not super popular in the sense of people think viral, but popular enough for me where it overloaded my work schedule of how do I create this many resumes? Cause half the battle is taking their information and just put it into the format. Like that is time consuming a nice format because it, it's not as easy as one thinks. So what I actually did was I created an air tables to take all the information. I created a Boolean at the end that uh, is a flag for, is it ready to publish or generate? And then I fill out all the information from the titles and things of that nature. And then what it does is when I hit turn that flag, Zapier will catch that. And based on this specific uh, base, Zapier will catch that and go to Google Docs, create a, grab one of my templates, fill out the, because you can do templatized Google Doc forms with Zapier. Mm-hmm. And then it'll take the information from Airtable shift on over into Google template and create a holding file for that person. So as long as I can get their information through a form, I can instantly create them a resume. That's awesome. And I'm sure that saves a ton of time all across the board. Yes. Wonderful. That's, I do a lot of that as well with creating documents from uh, data out of Airtable. It's great. I wish that they would make some improvements to the page designer block uh, to be able to pull that out and save it back to the record as a PDF yep. rather than having to do it manually. Maybe yep. somebody could do it with the custom block. I'm not sure, but that's super cool. cool. You know, I never thought about actually rerunning that program through a custom block and creating it through there. I, that'd be pretty interesting to see. I, I never thought about doing it like that, but that'd be, can you create good looking P my question would be, can you get past app contracting systems was the real question. Cause when you actually post job resumes, app contracting systems try to parse what you have in your in your file mm-hmm. and if it's not good format if it's not formatted correctly or it's like an off version of a different file or it's like weird formatting mm-hmm. they don't parse them well so i'd be curious to test that out and see if that would be a viable solution but it intrigues me i'm definitely intrigued as well i'd love to hear if you end up looking into that definitely let me know or let us know yeah wonderful well, I think now would be a great time if you want to share your screen. I'm super excited to see what you're doing with the Web Clipper and your universe space. Sure thing. Let's uh, let's let's share this. We'll talk about the 10 day challenge first. How does that sound? Excellent. So I created this challenge called the 10 day job hunt challenge. I found that I had done a 30 day challenge. People said it was too much. I have 25 hours of content. People say it's too much to dig through. I get it. It's a lot. At the same time, if you want to be really good at what you got to do, sometimes you got to go through all the content. But at the same time, I also want to point out that, you know, people are right. There's a point to where you should be able to give them something in about two hours worth that will change their job hunt forever. And so that's what I did. I wanted to create 10 days worth of content, about 20 to 30 minutes a day of video content with worksheets and all this stuff that would, by the 10th day, change their job hunt. And that's exactly what I did here. And I put it into Airtables to help them keep track, to help them work on the worksheets, to help them go through the entire process. And so what you're looking at right now is the outline to the 10-day challenge. 
where we go from you look at your data to analysis and these are just the high level of what we're doing but you're going all the way from power words to messaging strategies to the job hunt strategy and what's something to point out is it's a build-up and that's where when i marketed it i didn't really tell people the 10 days i didn't really want them to just pick apart whether it, i didn't tell them all that i wanted to wait till they got to here to show these are the topics this is what we're covering and now from your when you're here now is when i can really show you the process and so i also put the steps in the process because as you go through each worksheet each worksheet has a part of the process whether you need to have some knowledge you need to search for something you need to identify people you need to do more research you need to then refactor and as you go down the process of this challenge you're connecting with people you are doing outreach you're messaging you're searching you're doing some more researching and identifying stuff here and all of it's coming together right here as we go down, I also wanted to put in in a task format. And you saw there over there talked about the task column. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually want to say, no, here's your straight up tasks. Every single day, this is what you're doing. Each one of these tasks correlates to a table up above, and they can come down them. Uh, one of my favorite, because I have an actual a really good YouTube video, you might have seen it, about what do employers want. Mm -hmm. I teach them how to do a job market analysis. And I've been teaching them on Airtables for a while, actually how to do this. And it's a simple concept of looking at the data of 10 jobs you want. You pull out the soft skills and hard skills and any job specifics you see, and you place them all on the left. And then you put the job, each job, like you put a name, these are just examples. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of it, you get a total of, and it shows you what is most impactful in your market. What is your market telling you? Is it API? Is it you need to be a collaborator? It's always really intriguing for people to look at this from a data perspective. And I use Airtables to really help me out with this lesson, not only in this challenge, but actually in the YouTube video I made where I show people. But that's where the rest of this challenge kind of goes along with this. There's worksheets for everything. I also help them give them some power adjectives. They choose the ones they want. And we go through down the line. We create messaging template strategies and have them listed out here. We talk about different connection strategies. And we go through this entire worksheet and kind of take them through everything they need over the 10-day challenge. So you have to watch my videos in collaboration with Airtables and vice versa. There's, there was no pulling out. It, it made it easiest for me and everyone who came back who gave me feedback about Airtables from it loved using it through this course. That leaves me with, that's a lot of talking for me. What questions do you have based on what you see? That is awesome, first of all. I, I love the idea of like making this an interactive like step-by-step -step worksheet in a way for somebody to use. Yep. Um, and also I never would have thought of the job market analysis. That's just super cool to be able to see it bird's eye view what people are interested in. Yep. And that is actually probably one of the most simple lessons I provide, but the most impactful lessons and feel free if anyone wants to go watch it on, I'll we'll drop a link to that because that, that video is really helpful. But it's so simple, but it's so powerful because when you get more data, the more decisions you can make based off that data, the more you can look at it and go, oh, everyone's saying full stack developer. I'm saying web developer. I should probably change my job title to full stack developer because that's what my market is telling me that I need. Absolutely. And, and how did you come up with that idea of having just looking for those keywords and putting it in that list and analyzing it? I just think that's so creative. Yeah, I... I like to put, I like systems because mm -hmm. I like to repeat results because what's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. Well, the only way to get around insanity that I found easily is to have systems in place where you can then analytically look back at the data. And I'm not a data scientist by any means, 
but I love analytically looking back at data to see, am I doing good? Am I doing better? Am I getting worse? And I think that's why I'm effective with my students that come to me that need help getting a job is we look at every last little bit of detail we can to figure out what's going on and are we getting better? Are we getting worse? And based on the data, we can make decisions. Well, I also look at the job market the exact same way to help people. I was like, if your job market is telling you something different, are you putting the right terms and are you getting better according to your job market? Are you worse? Are you below it? And I just kind of had the idea one day of like, well, we're not, and this was many years ago. I had the idea, but I was just kind of sitting there going like, how can I make sure that they're using the right words? And I looked at one job description. I always taught people to break down job descriptions anyway, but then I was like, what if I had two or three of these together? How would I track it? And I started just kind of looking at like, oh, I can add multiple and more data changes everything around. And just all of a sudden had the idea. I was like, oh, try it out. And before you know it, I'm like, holy crap, you had 10 of these and you get a damn good idea of what your, your job market is saying. Absolutely. And I'd be interested to see how that shifts over time, just from a bird's eye view about what employers are looking for as we get more and more into the future. Yeah, me too. I'm, that's where I'm tracking data now. So we will see. I have, lot, I have lots of shared bases with me that have job market analysis on them. So I'm excited. Um, actually, to your question earlier, something that would I would love to see mm-hmm. is if I could actually code I know natural language processing and some of that automation stuff is hard to get in, but if we could get to a place, especially on Airtables, that I could get Airtables to take a block to go get information from like indeed.com and pull something in automatically mm-hmm. and then use some automation, use some machine learning, use some natural language processing. That's hard. I get it. But that would completely change the game for me on this tool because then I could almost program everything I wanted into here. Absolutely. And I agree. I've, I've been waiting and waiting for Indeed to have a Zapier integration. <laughs> that would be so nice. It really would. Well, bravo. That's wonderful. I love the idea of turning it into a challenge. And it's not just a place to hold data. It's actually useful and interactive. That's great. Yeah. And I also took the liberty of making sure that if you want to see it in the calendar format day to day, if you want to do it in a daily Kanban view, if you want to use, you know, just the daily view, like I try to make sure every aspect is well thought out in this challenge for you. Excellent. And, and this is in the Airtable universe. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. Now there's one more that you probably, this is, I would say I'm most interested in talking about. Yeah. Um, unless, did you have any other questions on the 10 day challenge or should I jump into this one? No, let's jump in. I'm excited. All right. So this is at the end of the 10 day challenge. Uh, what's funny is when I was, I say funny, probably is not funny, but to me it was funny. I got to create the 10 day challenge and for anyone who ever learns about me or knows about me, uh, will completely back this up. I try to provide value at all, at all steps. You under promise over deliver. And I got to the end of the 10 day challenge. I was making it and I was like, I feel like something's missing. Even though it was already really good. Yes. It was already thoroughly thought out. I was like, something's missing. And my thought was, well, you know, I've never had a job hunt tracker. I would love to help them track their jobs because I don't think people track their jobs correctly. They don't track enough about it. Like just saying, here's the job is not enough. And just saying you applied, not enough. And you can already see by all the tables, I track a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I was getting to the end, the end of creating it and I just thought to myself, okay, what could I do? This is what I do. So like with two days left, like before I had to have it finalized and shipped out, I went and created this. I had the idea, I had the know-how, I had everything in mind of what I'd wanted people to utilize. 
And I just never actually built it out because I just kept telling people, just track it, just do it on your own. And finally I did it. And this is what came out of it. This is one of the last lessons I teach people in the 10 day challenges. Let's go track our jobs properly. And let's, because if you pay attention to the process, this process and this data, much like I was saying previously, this will help you get better every time. Awesome. So let's talk through. So this is the job on tracker. The idea here is you have your job leads, mm -hmm. right? And you have your job titles. If there's tasks, you saw from the last one, I like, I like putting a task tab in. So if you have something to do, the due dates will auto populate in here. So that at a high view, you know, Oh, I got some email out by tomorrow. Great. This is my template form. So I don't have a lot of good demo data in here. I try to leave it. I try to leave it null for people for the most part. Mm -hmm. I have a couple things, but you can do this. You can put your status of your offer. You can put estimated salaries because places like LinkedIn, which I like to pair this particular tracker with mm -hmm. has this data, you have your job description, a bunch of different skills, information that is easily accessible that we track right here. Along with, if you wanted to click on this, it would take you to shared connections. You can actually pull this off LinkedIn, which is kind of cool. So you can click on this and instantly say, who do I share connections with, with this company? Wow. Application URL, click on that, go to that. Did you apply to it? Location. And then I also want to go a step further here. And this is where I want to talk about doing it properly. Mm -hmm. Let's track the resume you submitted because we've all heard that you update your resume to the job description. Mm -hmm. Great. Let's track your exact resume. You did. If you did create another one, great. Let's create another one and track it. What tasks do you have to do? Oh, schedule a phone screen, follow up. Great. What interview was it? A Lowe's phone screen. That's the company. What's great when you get into this is if you start looking at the interview, I want to go a step further, even further. And I want to track who's it with. So who are interviewing you? Was it you? It was it Brady and Jason. Great. Cause if they are, we can go research them later. If you know, coming up that these are your people interviewing you. If we've tracked this and we go look up their LinkedIn's, we can find a lot of information out about them ahead of time. Because you'd be surprised in the tech industry how often, if you can find your interviewer, you can generally get a good indication of what type of questions they're going to ask you. Very smart. There's also, uh, the, you can have the job lead in here I have that you can track against it. The outcome, because this is where we talk about looking back at the data. We want to be able to see, yay, nay, what went wrong, what went good. Um, the company. So at any given point, uh, you can kind of tie us back to the company because at some point I want to show people how you can correlate the questions you're going to get with the companies. And this is where this data is very valuable. I also want people to track the contacts. We, we saw, I was just doing that there, mm -hmm. track the companies, track the interview questions you get because at some point you'll get asked every question you can. Like if you interview forever, they'll eventually not be able to ask you new questions. And I've seen students that go for 25, 50 interviews. And sometimes that's just what it takes to learn. But if you have 25 or 50 interviews of questions, you have the best study material anyone can provide because you have the live raw data that people have actually asked. Um, going down a couple more things. There's the main resume. As you guys see, we uploaded as a PDF. Mm -hmm. um, communications, any communications you have. I like to have, help people track this so that we know what's going on. So we know if you need to do it. I also, I teach some messaging templates in here. It comes from the course, but I want to show people like you can use a message template with your communication so that you can kind of create, craft that rather quickly and you don't have to think about it. it makes life a bit simpler. Mm -hmm. With all this together, this is like, okay, great, Jason. It's a, it's a tracker. That's not the cool part about this. And I know we talked about this earlier and I'm excited to show people now why this tool actually in this tracker and air tables makes a difference in your job hunt. Mm -hmm. It's the blocks straight up. I took a lot of time to make sure the blocks here are effective to make this better than any other experience you've had tracking your jobs in the past. 
So right off the bat, you already see we have the one block of the job search tracker. I want to make sure right off the bat that you could search anything in here because at some point it's going to get convoluted and heavy with lots of information. Great. You can track it. Mm -hmm. There's also, I put the dashboard, the typical pivot table and charts, you know, right now there's not a lot of data, so it doesn't look that great. But if you want to look at that from a dashboard perspective, something else is, oh, flashcards. I love this block because when people get 50 to a hundred different questions in here, we sit down in a session together and we'll pull this up and say, all right, let's go a couple of these flashcards. Let's go through them. Let's expand through them. Let's show the answer. Let's go like work through them together to make sure they're practicing these nice little block. I love that. I also put this send interview one or send the email. To be honest, I've never actually got anyone to use it just because not everyone wants to sign up for SendGrid and pay for a, a chunk and that's okay. But the thought was you could send emails straight from your tracker. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Uh, harder to actually use personally. <laughs> um, interview prep. I was messing with these. I think this goes to the sheets. I was messing with uh, kind of trying to create these sheets for these prep sheets for people based on a particular row, right? Right. So I think it's useful. I think it's great and it's here, but honestly, I haven't got to explore. This is where when we can customize a little bit more, I think I might be even more of a fan, but nonetheless, it starts getting there. I think that's great. We're not even to the bread and butter of what matters. This is what really matters is the web clipper. For anyone who's never used the web clipper, I encourage you to start looking at the web clipper. For anyone who has used it, you know what I'm about to show you. I basically took this entire process and I am able to clip it off the web and that way you never have to type any in any of this stuff again. Mm -hmm. I'll show you exactly right now. So something for anyone looking to do job hunting right now, I encourage you to check this process out. Fun little tip that you can use. In your today's viewed in LinkedIn, Andrew Seaman has is an editor at LinkedIn. This post has been up in the top news and views for the last couple months, ever since uh, we've been, ever since in today's age of what's happening going on in the world, you know, job, getting jobs is more important even than ever because the employment rate's gone skyrocketing up. And so this post has been trending for a long time. Well, this is a great post to come here and get some leads, to not only get leads of people to talk to, to get leads for jobs, to get leads on companies, to figure out who's actually hiring and where to focus your time. And when we're focusing our time somewhere, I like to show Lowe's. So I like to click on Lowe's and show people this is one of my favorite companies to show from a tech perspective how you can utilize this tool and you'll see that throughout the tool. I use Lowe's as an example. Let's go over to their Lowe's job page. One of the things I wanted to do was, okay, great, you're here, but how do you source this information about copy and pasting it? And this is where the web clipper comes in. So you can click on the web clicker and the Airtables tool and come down here and say, oh, I wanna track a LinkedIn job hunt lead. Boom, track it, we have the job description, we have the title, we have the shared connections URL, you have the mat job skills. Now if the estimated salary is on here, only then will it show up. And I don't see the estimated salary and that's okay, so that didn't show up. But we have the retail, the industry, the job function, seniority level, employment, applicate. We have all the information we need. So all that good stuff you saw previously can now be clipped in two seconds. Boom, added to record, done deal. Mm, does it make life easy? Now that's not it. We want to go a step further because you saw how we track jobs we want to look at the companies because I do believe thoroughly in if you don't know the company, if you haven't paid attention to the company, good luck in trying to sell to that company. So we want to look at their, at their company. And so something I like to have people do is you saw track it, come into the web clippers and track a company. What you're going to notice though is right about there's no company description. Yes, we talk about the giant part because we grab that information and we grab the name, we get the image, 
you can put notes in the LinkedIn URL. But there's no job description or company description because you have we chose I chose the highlight one here. I let you highlight what you want from this company perspective because I found in studying lots of companies on LinkedIn, it's really hard to judge what which is their actual company description, which is just a sales pitch. Mm -hmm. So you can do that, add it to record, boom, got the company in there. And actually, um, something I didn't point out in, I think it'll be in this one. I do believe we'll, we'll talk about this one, but you can do the related records in here. You can also come down here and search the recruiter. So now, yes, you went from the looking at who's hiring right now. You found a couple leads. Oh, great. You found a company you like. Let's search for recruiters and their employees. So you can target the people you want right now. Great. Let's go target this guy. And we're going to target him. And we're going to actually, not that, that. Web Clipper. We can come in here and actually target a contact. And right here you see, we can select companies. And Lowe's is in here twice because you saw I just added it twice. <laughs> but now Lowe's is in here. Boom. That's the company. And you didn't see phone or email because something with this Web Clipper uh, caveat for everyone, you have to open up the contact information. If it's not on the screen, the, Air, the Airtable Web Clipper cannot find it. So now company contact. Oh, normally it does for me. Oh, well, it didn't this time. That's okay. Um, but you normally have to have that open. I might have need to do it earlier. But nonetheless, you can come in, grab their contact information. And now as you're here, you can see there's two Lowe's companies. There's an extra new job lead. And everything you had to do is fully automated in this process now. Or not fully automated, but fully <laughs> makes your life a bit easier. You can manually automate this process, if that's a way to say it. Okay. So I'll leave that then. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this? That is awesome. I, and I, I had said to you before, I've never seen the web clipper in action and I'm super impressed and already thinking of all of the cool things I could do with it. But this is an awesome use of that. And it's saving so much time copying, pasting, going from one window to the next. It's just like, boom, you're done. And then you have a big list of everything that you've looked at, which is just awesome. Yeah, it really is. And I, have absolutely, uh, I have absolutely loved using it. I think it's, it's probably my favorite block of them all. I know there's a lot of good blocks, the job search or the in general search one. That's a great one. You know, you got some other ones in there that do notes and flashcards. There's tons of great stuff, the scripting one, but this one is like my bread and butter to make people's lives better. I can tell. And I honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen a base that covers all of the bases in that, in the way that yours did. Like that's, You've got the flashcard thing. That is just like the cherry on top. I think that's so cool. It adds another interactive layer. Oh, yeah. I didn't even – I guess I should say this one too because I don't get many opportunities to, to talk about this one. Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of my favorite that – from a developer perspective, and I guess if we're – let's just – I'm just going to throw it back out there. Um, so there's one more tab I have called Extra Information for people that just want to see how this is all built out. Yeah, you could do the Gantt chart. That's great. Um, but this is probably my favorite as a developer to come in with this block and actually see the base schema mm -hmm. and understand, cause I know we've talked about it this is a relational database in the cloud with amazing front end. Seeing this is a developer's dream because like, this is how we think about when you build an application out, you think about it in the sense of your data and your tables and your relationships. And the fact I can just come create something related and before you know it, someone's designing me a database schema based on what I built. It's like, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty nice. It's a pretty great high level view of everything you did. I honestly, I love it too. Like 
I, I haven't been able to use it in an effective way just because when I've tried, I have it on these giant bases that are just, it literally ends up being like this big yep. and I can't zoom in to check out all the relationships like this. I love seeing it in this way. Cause it's, you can see everything on one screen. It's so yep. helpful. Yeah. And it's like, this is the exact same thing. If I was to sell a higher up or sell somebody on a project, you know, consulting wise, like I, I would share this with them. I'd be like, yeah, this is how we're going to scheme out your data. This is exactly what we're going to do. So the fact this is like an instant feature you can have and just boom, have it. That's another aspect. So yeah, you're right. I love all the different blocks. I love adding a bunch of different blocks and I definitely pulled as you saw a lot of them together for sure. Absolutely. And, and in a very effective way too. So I commend you for that. Thank you. Of course. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I'm super excited to see what comes next for you. Yeah, me, me too. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate getting a chance to come talk about this stuff. I have loved everything I've gotten to do with Airtables. Hopefully there'll be more engagements in the future. I imagine there will be, um, but I, I thoroughly enjoy getting to work on stuff like this and help people's lives get better with a tool such as Airtables. I could certainly tell, and I know our listeners will as well. Uh, where can our listeners go to learn more about you? They can go to codingcareerfastlane.com. Uh, there's a ton of great stuff on there, but the best place to probably find me, I'd say, like, yes, you can go there, go check out the mail list, go check out that stuff, great. But the best place to probably find me is LinkedIn. Uh, Meet-Jason-Humphrey at LinkedIn, or LinkedIn slash in slash meet-Jason-Humphrey. That's probably one of the best places to find me. I post a lot on there. I do a lot for LinkedIn. A lot of my strategies in the end do revolve around helping people find new connections through LinkedIn. And that's kind of, I guess you'd say, pair air tables with LinkedIn. And I can show you how to get a job pretty damn quickly. Um, but that's one of my favorite places to be at. So you can find me there or you can find me on codingcareerfastlane.com. And I would love to uh, help out any way I can with anyone that wants uh, that needs help with this stuff. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. We'll put those links in the show notes. Awesome. Have a Thank great you. afternoon, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. You too.